Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. This is episode number 36. I am Justin Wood. And I am Shauna Wood. How are you, honey? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited about today's topic. I know. You like this. I do. What is it? We're talking about gardening. (laughs) We're talking about gardening. Um, I have extremely fond memories. Both both of my grandparents, both sides, um, they gardened a lot. So my grandma and... Grandma Eileen and Papa, uh, they had a huge garden. And I remember, it's just like, you know, you think it's normal. They had, I don't know how many feet of strawberries. It seemed like a football field. It was literally like three rows or so of strawberries up at the top of the garden. It was just an awesome time. Um, now, obviously, when I was little, I didn't necessarily like to be out working in the garden all the time. But to go pick, I mean, fresh foods... We'd go down to her cellar, and it was like you had just shelves. It seemed like just, and of course, it was. I don't know. I don't know how big it was, right? Because it was. But it just, felt big to a little yeah, kid. Yeah, but they. She grew up in the Great Depression, you know, and so it's like they knew how to farm and preserve and just do all that stuff. So, also on the other side, Grandma June and Granddaddy, they had a big garden too, and. I remember they used to do a farmer's market. They would go and sell at a farmer's market. I remember like barely remember going with them. But it was like, that was just what you did. Everybody, even well where we live still, everybody gardens. Right. <laughs> everybody has at least some tomatoes out or something. So it's just very fond memories. And <laughs> even to our marriage, right? Remember when we first got married? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you all this story. We hadn't planned on telling this story, but So, we were living in Houston in the middle of this apartment complex where everything is concrete all around us and our we have this little balcony that we can sit on which is concrete with like metal railing, right? And this guy, I fixed supper one night with corn and he was like, "Where'd you get this corn? It came from a can, didn't it?" <laughs> I grew up a city girl. I'm like, I was so ticked off. I was like, yes, it came from a can. Do you see me growing any corn on the cement balcony right there? Where do you think I got it? I got it from the store. Oh, my goodness. I thought I was going to beat him. You know, thinking about that time, yeah, that was probably not a wise move by me. But (laughs) it was just like... Even our, but it passed it on to our kids, right? I know. So, so then we moved. We back started here. eating healthy. Remember our friends Brad and Christy in Houston? Yes. We started exploring how to eat healthy foods. Right. Even like, like all for, whole foods. For based. us, I'm like I grew up farm, you know, kind of a farm background, gardening background. But even your mom, right? You all grew right. Some your stuff mom, like that, tomatoes yeah, yeah, and yeah. The flower you still, bed, even in the city, yeah, yeah. You still had that. So, but like with Brad and Christy. We kind of started exploring, like, how do you eat healthy? At least we began to ask those kind of questions right. that we hadn't really, at, up to that point, Right, stepping away own. from processed food yeah, and yeah. that kind of so, thing. Yeah, so that was I know. definitely part of the and, and our kids, we had I... our first kid. <laughs> we had our, was that in Houston? Whenever he started eating food, whatever that was. Anyway. The first one was fine. It was the second one. Oh, uh, okay. I'm, I'm confused. Then. Okay, so yeah, yeah. when we lived in Houston, he ate... 
baby food when it came to be that time from a jar. Like a and normal then, kid. Like a normal kid. <laughs> and then we moved back to where you grew up. And everybody grows everything and cans everything. It was all foreign to me. But I, you know, it wasn't very hard to take whatever I had cooked for us and throw it in the blender and puree it. So our second born had all like homemade baby food stuff. And we were at... Fresh from the garden. Fresh from the garden. (laughs) And we were somewhere where someone had was hosting us and they had bought a jar of baby food trying to show great hospitality. Right. And so I tried to feed it to said second born baby who proceeded to spit it all out because he would not take it. He did not like it at all. That a boy. And I realized in that moment that I had created as high maintenance of a male as you are in that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. So gardening, there's lots of different things of gardening, whether you have a ton of land or just a bucket, a five-gallon bucket. It's amazing what you can do with a five-gallon bucket just to garden. Yeah. Right? So even if you're in the desert, there's gardening stuff that happens in the desert. There's gardening stuff that happens on the mountains, everywhere. Anywhere that you're at, you can learn to garden something. Yes. So it's important. I think it's also spiritual importance um, because if you look in the book of Genesis, it starts in a garden. And the book of Revelation at the end of the Bible ends in a garden, right? So it's from beginning to end, um, you have trees, you have perennial garden systems that are just part, have such a spiritual um, application also. Right. Is that that the right word? I won't, yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's important. It is. I'll just say that. And I started looking at what are the mental benefits? Because I have to say, even though I a little bit came into this whole gardening thing kicking and screaming, because I did not understand, and for the record, I now taste a huge difference in fresh <laughs> corn and right um, just canned corn. So yeah. I have been won over. Right. Um, but even, you know, like I looked up a Psychology Today article, and it was talking about that there are actually 10 different mental health benefits to gardening. It said, number one, you practice acceptance. <laughs> so true. It is what it is in the yeah, garden. Yeah. Two, you move beyond perfectionism. Three, you develop a growth mindset. Like, I am learning how to do this. You know, even if it's not the best, it's better than the one I did last year. Yep. Number four, you connect with others, which has been really good for us with the kids. I know. To connect science, to the garden. Well, the science, we do all talk about science. We talk about all the hard work and sweat. And when I say I like to garden, I just need to clarify. Like, I'm not a master gardener. Lots of things die. And honestly, by like July, it's so hot. And I'm just like, meh, let it die. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) So then connecting with the world, which again ties in with the science part. Mm -hmm. But also like, you know, we kind of have a a sharing mentality with some of the insects and stuff that are out there. Like, we don't want it to devastate the crops. Right, but we don't spray a bunch of toxic right, stuff. Right, right, yeah. right. We'll share some amount with the bugs. Um, bathing in green, which is just being out into a natural landscape. Being present. You know, even just feeling the wind on your face or the breeze, feeling the dirt in your hands, just being yeah. fully present in that. The physical exercise, because you can, you know, definitely pull some muscles and, and get into it. 
reducing stress just by being in your garden, and then finally, eating healthy foods, which does tie back in with how our emotions are and our stress levels. Right, right. And I think this quote, Jeff Lawton is one of my heroes. Um, He's out of Australia now, a permaculture guru. But he says, all the world's problems can be solved in a garden. Hmm. I love it. All the world's problems can be solved in the garden. And I think the gardening is so good because a lot of things just die. You know, Mm. you work and you do all this work and it still doesn't turn out the way that you hoped it would. At least the way I hoped it would. Which doesn't make me feel warm and fuzzy (laughs) or reduce my stress level to think about. (laughs) That's why I keep you out of the garden. Just (laughs) Just like you just go away, go somewhere else. Just saying. (laughs) But it does, you know, it it gives you a tuning almost to the seasons and to the weather like you pay attention to all these different things that if you don't garden you don't pay attention to you know what i mean Mm. like my schedule revolves around rain or not rain you know like those kind of things so yeah there's different ways to garden also you can do the traditional what we like the european like annuals like meaning crops that you plant every spring or summer and then you harvest them before the winter that's the you know annual gardening. Right. Or you can also do perennial gardening. What which, is that? Which is like trees or bushes or shrubs that produce every year. Right. So like we do So we do annual, a mix of those. Yeah, we do a manu- annu- manu- manu- annual gardening, right, with... Like what you think about of a summer garden. Yeah, we have beans and this year we have potatoes and onions and... We have lots of stuff. We'll do tomatoes. Yeah, we'll do lots of cucumbers and all that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And then we also do, just because of the land we have, there's lots of blackberries, wild blackberries. So the kids will fight through the briars and thorns and come out bloody, but (laughs) (laughs) but with buckets of. But victorious. Victorious, right? And we have blueberries too. We have like 300 blueberry plants. Right. So it's a mix of perennials and annuals and there's times when i'm so happy aren't aren't i I know i know (laughs) i'm just it's therapeutic and there's other times i'm like frustrated yeah very frustrated (laughs) because things didn't go like they were supposed to right but i think the key with gardening is you just gotta get started right so even if you are in said small apartment with only a cement balcony in the middle of a major metropolitan area right what can someone do well there's lots of different things you can do but even starting out with a five gallon bucket and uh i'm not i'm not going to go into all the details but you can look up like uh the we put notes in the the crack cracky method is uh out of hawaii you can use it just you put uh well it's a hydroponics type system uh, based on water so you can do that if you wanted to uh, that works really well. It's an enclosed system. You don't have to keep watering or pumps or anything like that. Very simple. Very easy to do. Another thing you can do in the city and the urban areas, what we did with Brad and Christy, is we started seeking out places that sold um, produce. Right. We couldn't, we couldn't, you know. Right. But you could do like container gardening even on your porch. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. And we started to, I was just thinking about our journey, like when we were a long time ago in Houston, we started going, well, well, we can't grow this. Where can we, where's a farm nearby or some kind of market nearby that does, that we can support? So that's something you can do. If you have, I mean, you can just go, go look online, just Google, um, like what you can grow in just a few feet of dirt 
Right. Just out in your yard or somewhere. And even you can do like, I've seen all kinds of things in mason jars and all kinds of like oh, little yeah. tiny herb things that you can do in your kitchen windowsill. For sure. Or, For sure. Uh, like Grandma June always starts her tomato plants and egg cartons in the right. window in the house that gets mm-hmm. the most sunlight. Right, right, right. So yeah, you can just do basic, basic things like that. So I think right now, because the coronavirus shutdown is going on, I have spent a lot more time gardening. Right. Because I needed to for my own therapy. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, even if everything died, the work that I got done, just in my own head and <laughs> listening to stuff I wanted to listen to on podcast or just whatever I wanted, that has been awesome for me. Yeah. It's probably saved our marriage this week, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been good for the kids, too. Right. You know, I mean... They can mess things up, but I mean, for the most part, you're talking about dirt and seeds, and kids can do that. Yeah, they can definitely mess up dirt and seeds, too. Well, I mean, they can mess it up, but they can also do well, and it's been so exciting for them. I know. Now it's that really we have good. some stuff sprouting, yeah. they want to go check on it almost every day. Right, right. Yeah, they've definitely taken ownership, and, and part of me is for parenting, it's just like, okay, my point here is we're going to try to grow some seeds. But the point is also teach and be with my kids. Right. So that's a lot. That's, I have to slow myself down sometimes and be like, okay, what's the point of this? <laughs> yes. The point is not just to get this job done. Right. Right. And because I think anything you do with your kids is probably not going to be the fastest. Not, but I say that, and we got so much work done the other morning. We got carrots planted. We got kale planted. We got potatoes and onions. Um, had to do some work there. We got we got a bunch of stuff done. We got mm-hmm. seedlings started all within like less than two hours. Awesome. It was awesome. Very cool. So we'll put some links in the show notes of, you know, if you don't know where to start, some possible starting places. Yeah. I think, I think especially, like I said, with this Corona stuff going on, it's good to know where your food, because I heard somebody say this, the 2,000 mile away salad is probably dead. Right. <laughs> Meaning... The supply chain and whatever it took to get you a salad that grew in some other country, basically. He was like, that's just, that's probably not going to happen for a while. Maybe it'll, a year or two from now, maybe. So you can grow a ton of food. You'll be surprised. And you'll be surprised how great it tastes when you did the work. Right. (laughs) You'll be like, this is the best whatever ever. Yeah. And that is kind of a life hack that we found for getting children to eat new vegetables. Oh, yeah. If they participate and have ownership of growing them, they're a lot more likely to eat those bad boys. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to the beginning, just the huge disconnect. People don't know where their food came from. They think it came from a package right. <laughs> on the shelf in the grocery store. And if you can get them to that next level of understanding at least something about where your food comes from and start to get, I mean, they'll, they'll be so much healthier too because they'll right. know what healthy tastes like. Yeah. And here's my final suggestion. Start small. <laughs> yes. Whatever you think you can do or want to do, do like half of that. Right. Because... I've had some years where I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And I just did too much. And it was like overwhelm. It was kind of burnout, you know? Right. So smaller is better. Awesome. Very cool. (laughs) Thank you so much for taking time to tune in and hang out with us. Remember, you are valuable and what you do matters. You are also not alone. We would love for you to connect with us and the rest of the Less Stressed Family Podcast community on our website, lsfpodcast.com, 
on Facebook, or even on our personal Instagram accounts. I am Shauna Cherie Wood. Justin Ray Wood. Have a blessed day, guys. Thank you.